Hey, this is Demonosophy and Beyond. I'm your host, Greg Bryant, sorcerer and student of magic for over 14 years, former paranormal investigator, Reiki master, and demonologist. This is my very first episode of my very first podcast, and I'm excited to be spending this time with you. This podcast exists to inform curious individuals such as yourself on the subject of demons as well as other supernatural beings. We're also going to discuss demonosophy and all that entails, as well as other magical systems. I'm a big reader, so we'll also be doing reviews of books pertaining to magic. So buckle your seatbelts, say goodbye to Kansas, and don't expect to arrive at Hogwarts. I feel like the best way to kick off things is with an origin story. If anyone out there can relate to anything I'm about to say, just know that you're not alone and you're not crazy. Or if you're crazy, you're still not alone. So don't worry about it. So I grew up in a Christian household and Satan was basically underneath every rock behind every bush, around every corner. And I wasn't allowed to be exposed to certain things, such as ghost stories, any television or movies about ghosts, nothing about demons, no witches, no warlocks, sorcerers, wizards, or any magic of any kind, except for stage magic. My mother used to tell me, cautionary tales to kind of scare me away from the supernatural and the occult she used to tell me that she had experiences with dangerous spirits usually ghosts that would try to kill her Uh, she used to tell me about how she used to see auras around people who were about to die and then there was the horror stories about bad tarot readings or Ouija board messages And then she used to tell me about her great-grandmother and how she was a witch. But this is where the confusion came in because every time she told me stories about my great-grandmother, her grandmother, uh, the stories were always about her healing people. Or being a protective ghost after death. When my mother would tell stories about spirits that would harass her and try to hurt her. She would always say that she would be saved by the spirit of her grandmother. So I kind of grew up admiring a woman that I had never met. And I had never understood why my mother would tell me that witches or witchcraft was bad. So I really feel like even though it isn't true all the time, magic kind of runs in bloodlines because the call of magic was just too much for me. Um, I began to study magic in my teens off and on but even before that like as a kid I used to be able to kind of predict 
who would call before they called and it'd be like five minutes before they would call and I would tell my mother about these things and she told me to just stop it so that was kind of just squashed and that no longer happens anymore but anyway in my late teens I started to kind of like sneak books and read about magic in secret but I really didn't experiment with the magic or practice any magic until my 20s and what led me to do this is actually a stressful job and the way this happened is I was working in sales and there was a month where I like worked every day no day off and so I was trying to reduce stress in my life and I I read something about how meditation helps you with that so I was doing the meditation to reduce stress and I found relief and I'm the type of person if I try something I tend to research it heavily and so I kept researching meditation because I had mastered the meditation that helps with stress and I wanted something more and I found out that meditation could be applied to a lot of the different things and could lead into other things so I had been meditating and then I was reading up on it and it kind of like led into astral travel and so I just out of curiosity I I consider myself like the open-minded skeptic if I find something that interests me I'm going to experiment with it see if it works and if it works for me I keep it so we had astral travel and I was doing the exercises step by step and strange things started happening to me Um, the first time I traveled it wasn't to the astral plane it was actually what looked kind of like a recording booth because I could see an on-air sign but I couldn't move my head or anything I was just staring at the sign and then I returned back to my body and that was very strange for me so I kept doing it but what happened was I started being attacked by different entities the first entity that I came upon was this red ball of light on the astral plane and it came to me and it hovered above me and it would drain me of my energy and I couldn't escape it would keep me there until it was done with me and so when I would come back to reality this reality anyway I would be achy I would be sore, same thing. I would be tired. And me, being the uh, the idiot, the naive idiot at the time that I was, I kept doing the same thing. I kept going back to the astral plane. But the reason I kept going back to the astral plane was because mundane life was boring for me 
and the worst experience on the astral plane was still better than the best day in my mundane life so this astral parasite we'll call it kept visiting me and I kept being tired and achy finally after maybe four or five times of this this blue ball of light came it chased away the red ball of light and then it filled me with energy and when I came back to this reality I was full of energy I was alert I was I just I I felt great I felt great and this kind of inspired me to keep going so I think I kind of I didn't really study too much in between that time and the time that I returned back to my mother's house but because I had nothing to do out in the middle of the country in Texas uh, it um, was a good opportunity to just study keep on studying and keep on meditating and keep on trying to astral travel but I kept being attacked and the next creature that came after me was it looked like a cat skeleton and I had this walk-in closet that I could like lay down in all the way and, and meditate and when this cat skeleton thing came it physically moved my body where when I was laying down my feet were facing was facing the door and when I encountered this cat being and then it left and I came to my feet were touching the door when they weren't before and so this was you know kind of disturbing I was tired of being attacked by different things so at the time I didn't have any access to books because I was in the middle of nowhere and to get to the city it took a lot of planning and a lot of time and I didn't really have a lot of money because my job wasn't really paying a lot so I accessed the internet which is probably the worst thing a newbie in magic could do because you don't know who you're contacting or talking to but hey you know desperate times call for desperate measures so anyway I I started talking in the chat rooms asking questions about different things and I ended up talking to this person who claimed to be a Wiccan and so I told them about my problems and they told me about the technique of creating a shield while you're in the astral so that nothing could penetrate it and get to get to you along with that I don't know if it was them or if I read something about uh, bringing a protective spirit 
So what I had planned on doing was first finding the protective spirit and then going back in astral. So what I had read about it, it it was something that I read. It said that when you're looking for a spirit, the spirit had to have something in common with you. You had to be connected to the spirit in some way. So I started researching deities and I started trying to contact different deities. So I think the first one that I tried to contact was Hakate, which is basically the goddess of witches. And I must have done it wrong because she was very, she was very pissed with me. She ended up uh, choking me out. And I, I really don't know why. Maybe I did something wrong. But uh, after that, I ended up going through the Egyptian pantheon. I met Bast, but Bast really didn't do anything and didn't really vibe with me. And I ended up settling, well, not settling, but I, I felt closest to Thoth. And for people who are not familiar with the Egyptian pantheon, Thoth is the god of wisdom and knowledge. And uh, he's also a god of magic as well. It depends on what source you go to. Sometimes they say the same thing. Sometimes they'll tell you more. Um, but anyway. So I went on this astral trip again. I used the technique with the shield. I had both with me. And this thing at the time I could only describe as a demon was coming for me. And I, I call it I call it the mimic. I call it the mimic. And this thing had the head of a Chinese dragon. It had the body of a woman and it had Shrek feet. I kid you not. But it could mimic the voice of my mother. And when I went on the astral plane, I didn't know that I was on the astral plane because it looked exactly like my house and the inside of my closet where I did my meditations. So I heard my mother calling me and I tried to get up, but something told me that something was off. So I stayed where I was. And this thing started coming closer to me. And it got close enough to touch the shield. And what I didn't know was that Thoth added a little extra oomph to the shield. He had electrified it. And when this thing came close, it got shocked. It disappeared. And from then on, I never had any problems. Never had anything come after me. So, since then, Thoth has been, has been a very close friend of me, um, to me, and I feel like he has kind of spurred me on to gain more knowledge in magic and to grow, and even though I have moments 
you know, where I don't contact him, and they can be long gaps of time. When I do call upon him, he always comes. And so that's my origin story. And ever since then, I've kind of dedicated my life to learning more, learning a variety of things, helping people find out what path is for them, and trying to learn from other people, learn from their belief systems, share that knowledge, network, have fun. And I have been having fun. And for the listeners, you know, I want you to have fun too. I want to educate you. I want you to educate me. And hopefully we can do that together. And we can have a great journey together. So thank you for stopping by. And I hope that you'll come to see me on the next episode. So we can get down to the the nitty gritty of things. We can start talking about demons and demonosophy because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's so much to find out and you just have to open your mind and you have to be willing to seek out the truth. So come and seek it with me. I dare you.